0: Right now we're going to go over to listener opinions for Big Thunder Mountain, and we're going to start with emails. The first email is from Cafe Fantasia. Now, uh, Simon, I hope uh, I hope your battery doesn't die on your tablet because this one's about four pages long. I hope you've got mm-hmm. some power.
1: We have indeed. Um, Bring it on! Let's do Cap- this. Let's go.
0: Cafe Fantasia starts with a trivia section. He's got loads of facts and information. Um, oh, I love ab-
1: fun facts!
0: He talks about the actual ride system for Big Thunder Mountain. Um, it's a Vekoma custom MK 900 M. He lists exactly what that means. As, as we all low. know,
1: of course, you know. It's just, oh. yeah, we know. We know. Why even? Why even bother talking about it? Okay, and, then. I mean, you do. Vekoma MK 900 M. You know, Co- that's clo- just close your, your sense. Close your eyes and tell us what it means. Um, close- uh, Vacoma is obviously the name of the manufacturer, Vekoma Rides Manufacturing, based in the Netherlands. So, uh, MK900 refers to the track gauge, which is 900mm, narrower than Vekoma's other coasters, and M, because it's a mine train. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I did that with my eyes closed, I promise
0: you. That didn't look anything like what's in front of me on my screen. Exactly. Well done. The, apparently there's only three other um, MK900M courses in existence, uh, the most famous being the Colorado Adventure a.k.a. the Michael Jackson Thrill Ride. Didn't even know
1: there was one in uh, Fantasialand in it's, Germany. It's actually remarkably good. If you it? get the opportunity to go on it. Yeah, it's got a ridiculously long train. So if you sit at the front of it, then uh, you'll go over the crest of a hill and then go down really slowly, really slowly, really slowly. And then suddenly at some random point when you'll feel that like you're at the bottom of the incline, you'll suddenly pick up loads of speed as the rest of the train gets over the hill. Um, wow. It's a really strange ride. But uh, very fun. So that's what that's what one um, part
0: of Big Thunder Mountain I love. Um, obviously, it's probably not as long as that, but when you're at the back, you can feel, or even well, I suppose at like the front as well. When you're at the front, you can feel the back trying to catch up with you and stuff like that. And um, you can you can you can actually tell when it gets over the crest, can't you? And then like, well, you, you can, can definitely. And that's
1: that's the kind of thing that I mean. If they if they do choose to extend the train by one carriage, then that will that dynamic will be altered again I don't yeah, think they will as I said but um, it add could add to happen. the effect
0: it would definitely add to the effect um, can you tell that that Michael Jackson thrill ride can you tell that it's a sim- the same track system or not that the car's completely the train's completely different
1: ah uh, this is news to me to be honest I also <laughs> as a matter of fact have no idea why it's called Michael Jackson thrill ride just a random sign up by the entrance that says it doesn't make any sense. There's no other, <laughs> there's no relevance to Michael Jackson.
0: I'm sure but we could was make, cool, okay. so... Each train has five cars. <laughs> Each car holds six guests, uh, as we mentioned before. Uh, so the guests have, it's 30, uh, 30 guests per train, which is higher capacity than Space Mountain, uh, which only has 24 guests per train. There's a, there's a, tra- there's a bike funder mountain simulator, and I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago now. If you haven't had a chance to go on it, um you can waste hours and hours of your life um you get to choose uh well i think i think on this simulator there's only three um, trains if i remember rightly on this um simulator but you get to play with two to start with and then you need to decide whether you've got um the capacity or not and you need to add an extra train into it it's so intense
1: (laughs) it sounds (laughs) Um, fantastic
0: i need to remember what the uh, address is for that i'll post it on twitter because it is really actually really fun the track is uh, 1,500 meters long, so just under a mile. Uh, if you unravel it and put it in a straight line, it will get you all the way from Dumbo and Fantasyland over to the main entrance of Hotel Santa Fe. Now, Which wouldn't that be I would the... like
1: a roller coaster connecting those two features in the resort. I was resort? just about
0: to say, yeah, that would be um, probably one of the best attractions
1: in the whole of the Disney Park world, wouldn't it? Let's do it. 2017, 25th anniversary, Hotel Santa Fe to Dumbo roller coaster. <laughs> I mean if you of... had if you had a sort of rock and roller coaster style launch mechanism, it would be very quick. Oh, exactly. Not a
0: sixteen, what? Amazing.
1: <laughs> oh I know that fact off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> well, we'll do rock and roller coaster one day and we'll research it and we'll find out what it was, so um, no, actually, no spoilers know, this time.
1: Disney Park's Twitter, um, they were posting about a rock and roller coaster quiz. It was only like six questions long, but I did get the question right on how fast it goes. I got the only question I got wrong was how many speakers are in the train. Something like 170, something stupidly high. Like in that. one train, yeah. Is there I, so, I many
0: purse, so many per so many per seat?
1: Oh, well, it has to it be. Must be, yeah.
0: Well, obviously, I've got a story about the rock and roller coaster and speakers, but I'll leave that to the rock and roller coaster. I feel like there. we
1: should save that. Yeah, we keep <laughs> talking about the wrong attraction.
0: Well, we were talking about Ratatouille just before we done this, so why not?
1: Yeah. Whoops.
0: Uh, while your tractor only appears to have free lift deals technically it has four if you count the one at the very end which prevents the train from rolling back into the return tunnel under the rivers of the far west which since we've seen them drain it to do the refurbishment, rivers of the far west um, is a lot shallower than I thought it would have been um, yeah. so I don't know if the bottoms of my, the boats, Mark Twain and um, the other one, can't remember its name now because it's been out of action for so long um, they must have a, a, like a narrower well, shallower bottom
1: yeah, I mean, imagine the bottom must be flat, and by flat, the look of yeah. the track there, I think they probably also have wheels.
0: Yeah, there must be wheels on there as well. Um, there are four big fun mountain rides in the world. We've already mentioned this at the start of the podcast. Uh, with Disneyland Paris, v- his version being the last one that Disney ever built. Uh, both Hong Kong and Disneyland and Shanghai Disneyland have no Frontierland, and Big Grizzly Mountain real- uh, Runaway Mine Cars was obviously built instead of Big Thunder Mountain. Um. yeah the thing
1: the thing to note there if you don't know uh the big grizzly mountain whatever it's called in hong kong that's the same ride system as expedition everest in animal kingdom in florida so i mean it's it's similar because it's you know runaway mind train again but this one goes backwards
0: ah like um indiana jones uh, the uh that went backwards no. for a little bit
1: well, no, it goes forward then it stops. Then oh, it goes back. And then backwards, it goes okay. And then it like launches you forwards again. That's good. So um, it's um it, it looks like a lot of fun. Expedition Everest is very fun, that doesn't have any sort of launching though, sadly. Is it the is it the ride Valhalla at um,
0: Blackpool Pleasure Beach that go Does that go backwards at one point? I think it does. You go up the lift hill, then you go
1: backwards. I think it does go backwards. Down.
0: Anyway, we're digressing again. Uh, we've only got We've already...
1: <laughs> we've got through like 3 bullet points and we're digressing. Yeah, we're
0: still on the same. We're well, still on the first page of like 10 um, <laughs> on episode 292 of the Season Pass podcast, Tony Baxter—that is incredibly specific. <laughs> we don't need to Unlike, explain who Tony Baxter is. A history student that
1: has to reference things precisely. The correct episode. I appreciate that.
0: Well, Cafe Fantasia doesn't do things um, by half, does he? It's all
1: or nothing. Oh, definitely not. Exactly. And we so... like everything.
0: Oh, exactly. I'm not going to explain who Tony, who Tony Baxter is. If you're one of our listeners who have just joined us and you don't know, do a little research. But um... I'm not explaining anymore. Um, he gave his opinions on the explosive finale added to Disneyland's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, uh, Railroad? Railroad in March 2014. He had to say this. Um, I'm really impressed with that, you know, the finale. John Gritz, who is the principal concept designer at Walt Disney Imagineering, did this explosive, you know, TNT number in there. That is far more engaging than the original one and what's great about it is that the challenge um, was to eliminate some safety issues of the old moving rocks that were above our heads and i always look at that like oh here we go it's going to be less involving and less but john looked at that and said i'm going to take this as an opportunity to make a more frightening more immersive experience so we did that taken word for word do you feel our version uh, in Disneyland Paris is going to be just as fun as he wants that one to be or wanted it to be, the one in California.
1: I should think so. I mean, let's be honest, we have we haven't an band sequence that goes under a course hours is cooler. And I would imagine when we we'll get the full sort of, um, not just TNT being there and a little bit of glistening and whatever, but a full, um, as he says, sequence, you know, big blast of smoke and whatever. I think that will make things a whole lot better anyway. And that will be a, a really immersive, enjoyable lift hill sequence.
0: I am looking forward to it. Let's hope it lives up to its billing. And um, where does the big, where does the funder in Big Thunder Mountain come from? Um, this has been all over twitter and there's lots of different websites about this and we mentioned it before as well Uh, a bird called the thunderbird apparently is where the name well the part of the name uh, thunder comes in from big thunder mountain Uh, i'm not going to go through that one because it links in with the earthquakes and all that kind of jazz this is now cafe fantasia's ideas from um what he would like and what he would like to uh, install onto i was going to say cafe fantasia onto big thunder mountain Uh, He says, like Tower of Terror, Big Thunder Mountain is a near-perfect attraction that's hard to improve on. That said, here are a few of his ideas. Um, Video mapping obviously will be used when Disney's explosive new, uh, explosive new finale comes to Disneyland Paris in December 2016. However, other scenes in the attraction could definitely be uh, enhanced with this technology. For example, what if a swarm of projected bats engulfed the train during the outward tunnel or outbound tunnel? or what if a huge rupturing fault line chased your train down the tunnel uh, with the walls of the mine crumbling and collapsing around you? It's going to be well, one of our favourite like ideas.
1: I th- I, well, I mean, anything involving projection mapping obviously is, but I mean, that, that certainly is a really cool idea. Um, I would guess at the minute the tunnels underneath probably don't actually have any real surrounding walls. It's so black in there, I'd imagine it's probably just conch around you. Um, but yeah, no, that would be cool, wouldn't it, to see, see rock. You know, falling around you and the, the cave crumbling onto you as the, the roller coaster car races through. Definitely up for that. Definitely up for that indeed. It would be nice. But obviously, we're probably just going to be left with
0: the same changes that happened in the Disneyland version. Um, but any extras would be amazing. Cafe Fantasia goes on to say, what if Big Fundament had an onboard soundtrack like we were discussing on Rock and Roller Coaster a few seconds ago? Some would say that's unnecessary, that the ride doesn't need music, and it doesn't, but uh, he thinks it would be quite interesting, a way of taking the attraction to the next level by giving it more drama and more emotion. Imagine an orchestral piece of music specifically written for the attraction in the style of the big country theme uh, or the magnificent seven. Again we have discussed about the sound of the actual um, coaster as it goes round and even though it's not on a wooden track uh, it gives the impression of the creaking and the clacking and the clanking sounds um, so to do anything that will take away from that in any way might be a negative aspect. Like I said Disney are very famous for having onboard soundtracks on their attractions and Space Mountain definitely adds to um, the attraction. And the same goes to Aerosmith, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, because without that, it's very, very boring, really, in my opinion. So having, I, I would, I would like to see an onboard soundtrack. Maybe not for the whole ride. Would you be able to split it up and have some music or some orchestral piece in one area not the other? What Do you think?
1: I think you could definitely do that. I mean, uh, would you? I mean, do you go for a full soundtrack? Do you go for just some sort of ambient sound effect kind of things? you could amplify a lot of things you know it wouldn't necessarily need to be a an orchestral score or something um because maybe maybe that wouldn't add to it maybe that would make it feel slightly less like a real mine train um but no i i love a good onboard soundtracks so why not have it on every attraction
0: yeah silence probably, is boring silence is boring sound effects i think probably would be that if it was going to go anywhere with onboard speakers or onboard sound system i think adding some extra sounds Especially when you're going to add the extra effects in the tunnel or in the mine area Um, what I would suggest there like you say is when the fireworks are going off and the explosions and all that kind of jazz uh, having some uh, sound effects that follow up uh, the hill would be really interesting and add a different dimension to it we're actually on to the last part of the uh, email from Cafe Fantasia Uh, he says a lot of guests video themselves on Big Thunder Mountain because it's a fun group experience, and the majority of it is outdoors, so you can actually see what's going on. On-ride photos are already offered via the Disney Photo Pass Plus. However, what if on-ride photos were offered as they already are on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train over at Walt Disney World? Um, what if the trains were upgraded with integrated video cameras that discreetly capture your experience, available to purchase when you get off? I would definitely uh, be interested in them. Um, as long as it was only a few pounds for the download, I would definitely be interested in that kind of technology and be able to download a video of your actual uh, trip on the attraction. That's interesting.
1: I didn't know Seven Dwarves Mine had that.
0: Um... Yeah, it's something I've uh, been reading about. Um, it tracks your um, magic band, I think, as well. So you can. What it does, I don't think it films the whole thing, but it takes little snippets of certain areas of the attraction and then spices it together at the end, and you get more of the generic footage spliced in with your actual footage and um, so I think what cafe Fantasia is saying here is that they actually have uh, on like on ride video cameras uh, for every train and you can actually film the whole um, attraction rather than just certain hmm. sections interesting I mean yeah
1: it yeah, could be quite fun um, I'm always I'm always wary about putting putting too many cameras places Um you know, I feel like phones are intrusive. I, don't, I, you know, don't like when people just get a phone out I'm like, oh, a video this. Um, you know, I suppose it's not quite the same having, having a discreet camera uh, as Cafe Fantasia says. But um, hmm, yeah, I, I don't know where I sit like on that. I suppose I've not seen um these videos of Seven Doors Mind Train. I will have to look that up now. I'm a bit intrigued. <laughs> um but you're just saying that about get people get
0: their cameras out and take videos or pictures of themselves on there. Surely if Well they, I suppose
1: as it would stop that then, wouldn't it? It yeah. probably
0: would, yeah. And if they were discreet enough that you didn't really notice them but it was advertised that they were there, then I would want I mean, to I would probably enjoy the ride a lot more because I wouldn't be thinking about having to get my camera out if I wanted to. I don't, but if I was one of those people who wanted to capture it, then I knew that I could get it available in better quality anyway. Um, at the end of the attraction, so I would I would definitely uh, like to include that if it was
1: possible in the future. Um, that's very true. I suppose also if you're with, if you're with someone who like freaks out when they're on a roller coaster, um, <laughs> that could be a really enjoyable video to have because I, I get the feeling watching me on a roller coaster, it's you know it's probably not that good. I put my hands in the air and scream a bit, but you know <laughs> I mean, that's I wouldn't call that entertaining viewing. No, um,
0: I can think of a few students who um, we went with a couple of years ago on the trip who uh, I would have loved to have had the video of them on the attraction because uh, when I was on there with them they were a very funny shade of green and it was (laughs) Big Thunder Mountain and I didn't I was looking backwards the whole way around just because I wanted to see um, his face and the colour that he was going through from red to pink to green to white Um, it's safe to say he was scared of roller coasters as well Um, and I don't think Big Thunder Mountain cured that either
1: Oh dear! Oh, that's a shame. Big Thunder Mountain's not a, it's not a wild ride.
0: No, um, and um, I definitely would have loved to have seen the video of him on uh, Tower of Terror because he, uh, we managed to drag him on there as well, and it was his face was even worse. <laughs>
1: um, do you want to go through to the next email? I'll let you do the honours. Okay, so we've got an email from Adela. He says, My family absolutely loved Big Thunder Mountain. It's our favourite coaster from any theme park. We all thought Disneyland Paris' version was better than at Walt Disney World. It's a real advantage over the average theme park. Mid coaster in its length. Got three sets of climbs. We've never even had to be held uh, due to a train ahead, not even cleared the track, um, which often happens at other theme parks. I've heard two rumors around the length of the trains. It would be good to hear your opinions. Um, so he says uh, the trains being lengthened seems unlikely. As we've said, he also says the trains being shortened to allow an extra train, which would also apparently increase overall capacity. Um, he says this one sounds a bit more plausible. Uh, but I only hope it won't mean you end up being held mid-ride due to the queues. Um, he can see uh, new scenes uh, seem to be something that uh, he's not expecting. Uh, and he says, thanks for us doing a podcast which is very kind of him to finish with um that's interesting that alan mentions that there because i mean i i, I don't think they will change the, the trains i can't understand though how they would managed to shorten trains and have more going around because there's normally two in the station at the same time so yeah. unless you held one up right at the end which sometimes happens anyway I, I can't i can't see the logic in that but then again i don't have a maths brain
0: I'm not good with that. <laughs> oh, don't, um, don't ask me about maps. maths. Uh, can I imagine, like he was saying, that you don't want to. If you added an extra train, then what he was saying about not having to actually stop while you're on the attraction once you're going around on the track. Um, surely that would mean that the more trains you have in there, I don't depend on how it's uh, how layout of the track is um, sorted out. Then you may have to put in different brake sections to stop certain attractions going through different bits, so that they're they're in like a safety zone. I'm not entirely sure about that. If anybody else out there knows that for certain, because I'm sure somebody does, uh, let, us know. let us know on Twitter or Facebook or via email. podcasted at MagicalDLP.co.uk Oh, nice plug there.
1: Very Sorry, good.
0: that was my DJ voice, could you tell? Nice. <laughs> Sounds like I do local radio or hospital radio. I don't, but uh, if anybody's <laughs> looking for a DJ, I am available.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet your school begs to differ.
0: Well... If they pay me more than my school does, I'll, I'll uh, happily do that.
1: <gasps> the mercenary.
0: <laughs> uh, James Martin sent us an email. Uh, I think you are doing Big Thunder Mountain next, right? Um, we are I indeed. so, because we're doing it now. Uh, that's my favourite ride at Disney. I love the theming, the ride experience, the queue line, and just the sheer wonder of going in a tunnel and appearing on an island. I can't believe they dug under a lake. Um... I don't think they would have dug. Do you think they would have dug under the lake, or do you think they would have built the attraction first, or the, they would have built around it and then kind of buried it into the lake? To make, I think they probably would have. Obviously, it was part of the plan originally, so it wasn't like the lake was already there and then they dug under it. Yeah. I um, well, they they, I mean, they,
1: they they would have built around it. Landscapes, everything. It was just flat before. Um, so yeah, and they sort of had a had a deep, deep a bit of tunneling and they're just concreted over the top of that um, yeah. so we're not we're not picking and so then big so the base the lake. I mean as, as we know though uh, as we've only very 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 recently found out uh, from the refurbishment actually that it's not really a lake that's it's about a meter of water that's all it's very very small yeah So actually my bath. I love the illusions my baths probably deeper off. than it's so it is. clever
0: my baths probably yeah. deeper than <laughs> is just imagine Mark Twain well I'm, it's, now I'm going to say this it sounds quite bad just, I was just about to say just imagine Mark Twain like riding through your bath but I'm talking would about you, the would boat. you get bath toys of Mark Twain of the, days, of the, the yeah the Mark Twain the and Mother the Molly Brown that would be amazing yeah. wouldn't it there you go you do that. I'm sure there'd be lots of adults out there that would happily play Disneyland Paris um, from T-Land, um and, and use them bath toys to reenact their time at Disneyland Paris if anybody from Disneyland Paris is listening... Why don't we'll... we work
1: in merchandising, Andrew? There we go. I'll, Wait, I'll send
0: that's... I'll send them a copy of this email and they'll surely give mm-hmm. us 5% of all future earnings. I think so. Um, James has got a funny story. Uh, his brother David has never been very good on roller coasters, but the rest of uh, his party wanted them to experience uh, Big Thunder Mountain. And so between them, he coached him onto uh, the attraction. And... Um, They talked to him for an hour through the queue, telling him that it would be fun and there was nothing to be scared of. Finally, when they got to the front of the queue, he got in uh, the cart first or the train first and then um, James followed. Uh, He looked right to talk to him and he had gone. Uh, He just saw this figure of his brother from the exit shouting, I'm sorry, over his shoulder. Uh, He went on it on the next trip and realised there was nothing to worry about, but um, they've never let him forget that story um, and he goes on to call his brother um, <laughs> I've never seen or well, I've, never, like witnessed, I've never heard or witnessed anybody running away from Big Thunder Mountain before. Uh, we're going to go over to Twitter now. Um, the question we posted on Twitter, which seems a long time ago now, sorry about that. Uh, the question was what do you love or hate about Big Thunder Mountain? Um, Heather Clement, uh, who is known as at Yesterday's Lady on Twitter uh, she posted, I love the music and the theming. Smiley face. I hate the people who throw litter on the roof uh, you look down on whilst you are waiting. And then she's put an angry face there. It is I, one of the I things I definitely so agree, agree with. so agree with
1: that angry face.
0: Definitely. Um, they've put nets up now. I don't know if that's... Well, it probably is for health and safety reasons, but people obviously can still squeeze some rubbish and bottles and plastic wrappers through that gap. Um, and the only thing they really can do is board them up to stop people chucking rubbish down there, but then it's going to really ruin the effect and ruin the attraction uh, queue. Um,
1: I think. I mean, if if they really wanted to spend the money on it, then they could wall it up and put some some windows in there, i.e. windows that aren't open, um, that would still sort of give you a view, but would stop people chucking litter. I just yeah. don't understand why people throw litter anyway. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would you go? Oh, here's a net. Let me squeeze my plastic bottle through that. That feels like a lot of effort. Put it in a pocket. Mm. Just carry it. Oh, now, is, rage and anger. Of, is part of it the um,
0: how oh, how Disneyland Paris actually look after their attractions? Maybe because um, not, I'm not giving them an excuse for doing it. But if there is already lots of rubbish down there and you're holding a wrapper, now I would never do this, but I can imagine some people would think, well. I'm not going to be the bad person because there's already rubbish there anyway, so I'm going to add two. I'm just going to add a little bit that nobody will notice anyway. Well, yeah, the sort
1: of classic, oh, they started it.
0: Yeah, so do you feel that if it was kept on top of and it was always clean, you'd you'd probably find that most people would feel bad for putting something down there if that was going to be the only
1: piece of rubbish down there? Probably help a bit, but I mean, it's got to be quite a task to climb on top of them.
0: Yeah. We'll just blame the Europeans.
1: Yeah, go even though we are we are Europeans as well
0: officially. But uh, we'll blame <laughs> them as well. Um, Steve from our dedicated to DLP, the rivals. Um, lots of people queuing for it, making other queues shorter. I take it that's well, that, that's him loving it, isn't it? Because he don't, he doesn't do where uh, he doesn't do big thunder
1: mountains. Does our Steve? No, Steve's not into roller coasters.
0: Um, so he's basically saying that while people are queuing for Big Thunder Mountain for an hour or more, it's taking people away from the queue for Pirates of the Caribbean. Or that probably yes. could be he could be taking them away from the queue from characters now, because Steve uh,
1: has turned into a big character fan. Mm, I have seen that on Twitter. That's very interesting to see. And also very interesting that finally there does look like there are going to be more characters around the parks as well. So hooray. Yes but that we're digressing true. again
0: we are next what's up next which Twitter account are we talking about next
1: uh, we've got at crease band <laughs> I, I, you know, is that correctly pronounced there's there's two I's and there's two S's um, is he in a band I don't this,
0: know this could be one of our first famous tweeters apart from one I'll mention later
1: ooh exciting <laughs> anyway, anyway, they say love the first drop uh, when you're not prepared yet to go down that fast under the water and to the mountain, but hates the noise. That's the best bit. Oh, we do like the noise. Well, me and you like the noise. Bah, a lot of people must like the noise, surely. Hopefully, we're not we're not the minority here, Andrew. I hope not.
0: Uh, Andrew Curtly at at the Curtly. I love the whole story behind the ride and front- uh, Frontierland itself. The noise it makes, the spookiness of the trains. So Andrew agrees. Two Andrews and one Simon. That's Huzzah. The major- that's the majority. We'll take that. <laughs> uh, Jessica Mere at Jess underscore and one. one. Uh, she hates the queue, much like me. Uh, especially when you get stuck behind people smoking in the confined areas. And we're not going to get us started on smoking, but yes, we definitely agree.
1: Grr, another angry Grr. face. Um, who's next? Wulparumo at Wulparumo really cool ride. Love the wooden roller coaster feeling and the theming. Unfortunately, long queue times, but one of the best rides at Disneyland Paris. Thoroughly yeah. agree.
0: Yeah, don't like I said. I don't like the queue. It just even if it if they could make it so it was, you never looped around and you didn't have to like have a race down the,
1: each side. It could be better in my opinion. The, the queue area. Um, I still don't understand the splitting of the queue. It just doesn't make any sense. Bewilders me.
0: I don't, well, I don't know because instead of having, because um, most people queue maybe if, if there's space they would queue with two people next to each other. There's probably enough space for two people side by side. Um, so instead of having, well, and then if you've got one person on their own or a group of three, you might have. I don't know more space around people, so maybe by doing that, you're kind of directing people to queue tight
1: more tightly, so you get yeah, more I people think, in the queue. Yeah, I think that makes it a bit more antisocial, though. If you can't, you know, if it's too tight to have sort of a group of you sort of all stood together, if you've got to stand in like a line, that's not that's not fun. That's not about the you know the Disney spirit of everyone socializing together and having a great day out. True. Equally, I, I don't like the bit when the two queues then merge back together at the end. <laughs> So we
0: can't win. We don't oh, like it together. It? And we don't like it in separate um, two separate lines either. So basically, get rid of the queue system. Just yep. Make it a big free-for-all. So as soon as that yep. rope drops we'll in the morning, fight each other. everyone yeah. just runs straight onto the, the trains. And then other than that, you can't
1: queue up. You just need to make sure you go past when there's a space sorted. Mm, slight health and safety issue, but we're not worried about it.
0: That's French. That's the France. The French problem, to deal with health and safety in France. We just want what's best for us. Let's exactly. think about that. Um, we're going to go into some iTunes reviews. We've got a couple. Well, actually, we've got three of them. Um, quite an exotic location coming up next. We've got Germany. Um, Huzzah! Um, we've got a review from SepStar04. Uh, five-star rating, and it's titled Best Entertainment Podcast. Hooray! There we go. I'm going to put that on my CV. Um, always nice to enjoy the podcast by Simon and Andrew. Don't know why they put you first, Simon, but I'll let them off this time. Well... Team.
1: I'm wonderful.
0: <laughs> uh, you will get nice and useful information about Disneyland Paris' attractions and location. Exactly correct. Um, going on to the UK, um, do you want to go through one of those, Simon?
1: Yep, so from kt 1985, five star, brilliant, entertaining and informative. A great Disneyland Paris podcast by to enthusiastic and imagined who want to share their love of Disneyland Paris. The research, the details, and the opinions are all a joy to listen to. I'm so glad I found this podcast and hope to be a listener for future episodes. Please do a page and one soon. Very listenable. I've nearly caught up in all episodes and I can't wait for more. Thank you. Wow, that was fast. wish <laughs> um, that's
0: because, well, Katie, 1985, so that means she'll probably be 30 years old now, which means it's nearly time for me to be 30 years old, because I was born in
1: 1986.
0: Um, oh, February. Andrew. So maybe by this, by the time the next podcast out, i actually have turned
1: 30. Oh, dear. Crikey. We need to hurry up and do yeah, a lot we, more podcasts.
0: We need to do a couple we're of more. So st- no, we're so
1: slow doing podcasts. Oops.
0: Yeah, bl- blame it on me. I'm just... Yeah, I say I'm too busy, but yeah i just need to get organized a little bit um I, I would tell you what our plan is to try and make it more regular but i'm not going to because i don't want to have to lie to you when we don't stick to it but we drop we are honestly trying our best and we really really want to do a lot more podcasts a lot more regularly um so keep listening and keep subscribing on itunes or other um, alternative methods and you will get a notification as soon as we put one in there Um, Last um, bit for us today on the Big Thunder Mountain uh, podcast. Uh, It's our last iTunes review from the UK. It's from iOS 2013 or 2013. Um, Hopefully they weren't born in 2013 because if they they were, then they're doing a lot better than my son uh, for a three-year-old. It's a five-star review. The title is amazing. Uh, Great series of podcasts full of lots of great information, facts and debates. The guys make it flow really well and make the whole thing really enjoyable. Uh, wish they, they say they'd wished um, they discovered discover these podcasts sooner, but um, they're glad they have found them now. Hope there will be many, many more to come. If they found them sooner, then they would have realised that they're not as regular as we would like. So maybe it's a good
1: thing they've joined the party late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we will make them more regular. I mean, we say that every time. You know, <laughs> We mean it in our hearts. <laughs> now, by the time um, we have
0: uh, uploaded this podcast and uh, we've recorded the next one, um, we should have finished our attraction polls that we've been doing for Disneyland Paris. Uh, we've been running some attractions for, ra- well, around one of the attraction of the... Well, sort of say attraction
1: of the... Year, um, but it probably won't be... But attraction the of ever.
0: Attraction of ever
1: is the answer there. Apart so, from the ones that were here and aren't anymore. <laughs> attraction of when we started the polling. Yeah, so in been.
0: October it, it, the, the small print is the attraction of my Disneyland Paris fans on Twitter who happen to be on Twitter at the time the poll is active and started Oh, it's, it's a list of the attractions Disneyland Paris posted uh, on October 2015. So if you got all of that then good luck. Uh, So our next podcast is going to be all about the attractions that featured in round one of the poll, which officially is all of them. We'll be discussing who won, who's been knocked out, and any potential matches for round two. Have you got anything to say before we say goodbye, Simon?
1: No, I don't think so, no. Big Thunder Mountain's a great ride. Um, I miss it now that it's currently not here, but when it comes back, it's going to be better than ever. Um, And when you next listen to our podcast in the next episode... We'll be having a nice light-hearted chat about this polling that's been going on. There's been some interesting results. I'm so angry about Space Mountain, but you'll hear about that Spoilers. in the next episode. So <laughs> see you then. Yeah, thank you for now and see you next time. Goodbye.